You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Today and every day, we are brought to you by DailyRoto.com. It is Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. It is a big show on a Friday. We're going to be giving out and making the people's lineup for Week 10. But, Tony, you are hot, Tony. I mean, on my show on the Fantasy Freestyle, I say we are so hot that we sweat steam. Tony, you are so hot that you are sweating plasma, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy, though. Uh, so tonight we got an eight-game slate in the National Basketball Association. Uh, last night, it was looking, you know, it was looking like we weren't going to get it done. Um, and uh, late, I woke up and I see an email from DraftKings, and I'm going, oh, wow, that's amazing. You know, it's interesting because Ben Simmons got in foul trouble last night, mm-hmm. and that's sometimes a tough pl- time with young players and how it could go. And it's crazy. The night before that, we had Alex Lennon, who had negative one points at halftime, and we were able to still pull out uh, victories there. So it's been going good despite not everything going our way. Yeah, I think my man Kyle Kuzma had a decent game as well. I will just say that. You know, Kyle, Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma doing his Kyle thing. Kuzma. And the Lakers, you know, the Lakers are crazy. They go down by 21 every night, and then they fight their way back. And it's a crazy situation there. And uh, we talked about uh, Mr. Lonzo Ball had good numbers last night, almost a triple-double. Fair enough, but, uh, you know, just steer clear of comparing him to Jason Kidd. That's all I'll say. So here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do today on a big-time football Friday. We are going to make the people's lineup. The people have something of a hole to dig out of, but I am confident that they're going to do big things today. We are also, we will give you any injury updates in the association tonight during the show. And then at the end of the show, if you want to stay hot like my guy, V. Tony Sincata, he's going to be giving out his NBA lineup at the end of the show. But what we're going to do is we're going to go position by position. And as always, we got the poll questions up on Twitter at the Tony Sincata. You can follow me at Spittin' Speeds as well. And Tony, I got to ask you, we got a lot of like late injury word, you know, with guys like Matt Forte, guys like Ezekiel Elliott on the suspension, you know. So I think there is definitely some value to be had, some interesting matchups that quarterbacks have as well. I think it's going to be a real interesting week in DFS. If we find some values, maybe we could fit some studs in the people's lineup, huh? Oh, absolutely, and I think this value is galore. And the quarterbacks this week, I think you go anyway. I think you can go about six or seven deep, which you don't usually go at quarterback. Uh, So I think it's a great uh, opportunity. Uh, Real quick for injuries in the NBA tonight, Al Horford's out for the Boston Celtics. Tyson Chandler out. John Lohr and uh, Stanley Johnson are both out tonight for the Detroit Pistons. And my top two plays are going to be Russell Westbrook and Damian Lillard. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo takes a step back with Eric Bledsoe starting at point. I'm not sure how that works out. All right, fair enough. We will continue to update the injuries in the NBA throughout the show. And then we're going to build the people's lineup for Week 10. Tony, my entire lineup with the exception of defense, is in your polls. The only question is, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We're going to find out when we come back. We're building the people's lineup for Week 10. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata right here on Lineup Lock Live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Tony, this music makes me want to pump my fist in the air in rapid-fire succession as much as I possibly can. It is Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. And Tony, I've been looking at the people's polls, and here's what I'm going to say. I know the people are down about like 50 bucks on the season. I think what we need to do this week, I'm looking at the polls. What I think we need to do is get it all right back this week. Instead of putting in like an $8 little GPP, I think you need to, you know, throw them on the table and put our people's lineup in a $50 50-50 tournament. What do you think, Tone? A 50-50 tournament. You want you think that's the way we yeah. you think they can do that? I think we can, can cash. I think I'm looking at these polls. I like what the people are doing. See, I old- think if we go in a 50-50 uh format uh, and we go and yeah. you just enter we'll, we'll, with a, like a $50 I think we'll yeah. get back to even on the season here's the only problem with doing that uh, right the only problem is when you do that right and say you come first in a 50-50 that stuff you, you can't like you can't go to bed for weeks after that alright how about this let's do it $50 50-50 and a $5 GPP all right, let's do it. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Let's talk about the quarterbacks right now. Our options for Week 10 are Matty Ice at 6,500, Matt Stafford at 6,800, Dak Prescott at 7,300, and Big Ben Roethlisberger at 6,700. Tony, I want to start with Dak. Um, you know, unless there's some kind of weird hearing that I don't know about in the next 36 hours, which is possible. It looks like Zeke Elliott will not be there, right? So that means, in my opinion, it is on the arm of Dak Prescott. His rushing potential is there as well. The people only like him at 15%, but I think Dak is a decent play at 7,300. What do you think? I think he's a decent play, and I think this whole group, though, is very, very close. Um, I... The Atlanta defense is a lot better than it's played. It's allowed the 16th most points to quarterback. They're not great in defensive backfield, but they do have a good pass rush when everybody's healthy. And it's going to be interesting now when you take Ezekiel Elliott there. You don't have to account for him. Whether teams put guys and try to rush Dak Prescott, where they drop guys back and pass. So Dak's going to see different looks than I think he has in the past. I think he's a solid play. I think he comes up with 20-plus points. Uh, I choose to go elsewhere as well this week. Fair enough, fair enough. 15% of the people support Dak Prescott. He is actually last in our poll. I am also going elsewhere, Tony. I'm going to tell you where I'm going because, like I said, my entire lineup outside of the defense are in your polls. My quarterback for Week 10 is Big Ben Roethlisberger. Let me tell you this. Last week at this time, Tony, we were talking about the viability of Tom Savage at quarterback against these Indianapolis 
Colts. Now I look this week. Big Ben, not at home. I understand the home road splits and all, but he's inside in a dome with Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, the good Juju, and they're even trying to build up the confidence of Martavis Bryant this week. I think this is the week where you see one of those Big Ben 353 or four touchdown games. I think the Steelers put up 30 to 40 points against the Colts this week. Give me Big Ben Roethlisberger. We thought about Tom Savage against this defense last week, and now Vontae Davis has been released, and we know the weapons the Steelers have. Give me Big Ben. I totally agree with you. And uh, on Tuesday, I was on the Jared Goff uh, train. I still like Jared Goff, but I would move the Roethlisberger ahead of him. They're only $100 difference between the two. And the reason that I moved Big Ben there is that when you look at that defensive backs for the Indianapolis Colts, we talked about it last week. We're talking about it this week. It's an absolute horror show. And Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, he has all these roads. But we feel comfortable in the Dome, right? We feel comfortable sure. there against the Pop Warner team. Yeah. And even Tom Savage, as bad as he looked in the fourth quarter late, he was able to start, start a drive that I think if they had one more quarter, they would have won that game. It took Tom Savage to get a little bit of a, a situation there. So I like Roethlisberger this week. I like Le'Veon Bell, and I like and I like um, Antonio Brown. I think we could fit all three in. Yeah, I absolutely think this is and, – and honestly, the way the AFC is going right now, the Steelers really have an opportunity to punch their ticket as one of the teams that maybe get a buy in the AFC. You know, in the AFC West, the Chiefs are falling down a little bit. The AFC South, who knows who's going to come out of there? It looks like every other year in the last decade, the Steelers and Patriots, by the time, you know, the dust settles on Martin Luther King Day, I wouldn't be surprised if we see another matchup of Steelers and Patriots in late January, Tony. But the people are, in fact, going elsewhere right now, okay? Ben was second in this poll. The people in in this $50 50-50 that I know you're fronting the cash for, Tony, they are going with Matthew Stafford. They're going with Matty Stafford at 6800 They're up against the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns are 17th in the NFL against the pass, but we've talked about this before. We believe Matthew Stafford is one of these new elite quarterbacks, has some rushing potential, has the mental acumen to find the matchups, change the play, and he's got my man Jim Bob Cooter right behind him. I like Matty Stafford. I'm going Ben personally, but I can see Matty Stafford. What do you think about Matt Stafford at 6,800? Perfect guy to play in a cash game and because, the, to me, he's the least risky of the options. Going against his Cleveland Browns defense, which is better against the run than the pass, and Detroit doesn't run the ball right. good to begin with. And even last week, when they had a cakewalk of a game against Green Bay, here's the difference between Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. Matt Stafford still threw 33 times in that game. He was 26 for 33, completed 78% of his passes, ended up with 25 fantasy points in a game that was never in doubt. Yeah, I absolutely agree. You know, our guy, the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, he likes to talk about certain offenses as like, you take the cake, not the icing. I'm now calling it a fantasy herd. You know, it's a whole herd of options right there. So in the fantasy herd offenses, I'll take the shepherd. And in that case, this is Matthew Stafford at 6,800. I completely agree. Tony, it looks like Matthew Stafford is going to be the people's quarterback at 6,800. But I like that price because I think it means we can fit everybody else in that we need. And remember, 
remember, last week was the first time we actually came in within the budget. Let's look at our first running yeah. back situation here on the polls. Uh, our options for RB1 in our DraftKings lineup for the people in Week 10 are as follows. Le'Veon Bell at 9,800. Todd Gurley at 87. Boom, boom, Bilal, pow, pow at 4,000. And Carlos Hyde at 6,300. Tony, um... Every time Matt Forte has been out of the picture and they actually give Bilal Powell some opportunity, he delivers. And whether it's been Matt Forte out of the picture, LaDainian Tomlinson out of the picture, maybe even all the way back to Thomas Jones out of the picture, when they give this kid a chance, he's actually always delivered. He, he's one of the kind of like under-respected running backs. Everyone thinks he's like just a decent guy. This kid out of Louisville is a quality back, and he's going to get opportunity against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he's at $4,000 on DraftKings. I think he's an autoplay this week, Tone. Yeah, I think that a lot of times when you listen to the station, you hear the term bell cow thrown around, and it would never be associated with Bilal Paul. But in this situation, he absolutely is because he's a guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield, so stays in on third down. He can pass block, and he runs tackle to tackle. He's at 4000 bucks. This is the guy you start your lineups out with this week. we got a lot of sexy names. We've got a lot of guys getting big dolls. This $4,000 player is the first guy to put in your lineup. Yeah, I completely agree. If you get in Bilal Powell in your lineup at $4,000, you are getting, like you said, Tony, a kind of workhorse back for this week at least, and then that opens up what you can do elsewhere. You know, when we talk later on about wide receivers, you know, we like a lot of different matchups. You may be able to get Antonio Brown and A.J. Green, for example, in your lineup. You may be able to pay for whatever quarterback you want. You may be able to pair Bilal Powell with a leather bell, let's say. But, Tony, you make a very interesting point as it relates to bell cows. When I see the rest of this poll and I see Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Carlos Hyde, all three of these guys are people who I expect to touch the ball over 20 times on Sunday. If that is my premise, which one do you think gets the most opportunity on Sunday? I think the guy with the greatest opportunity to get in the end zone and get right at the top amount of touches is Le'Veon Bell. Sure. You expect Pittsburgh to have the highest scoring team. He gets close to 30 touches in games. So a lot, I heard some people talking about how he's you know averaging under four yards per carry. Well, it's a whole different game with this guy. Uh, you only need one to get in. So last game he had 25 carries, 76 yards, which is right at three yards a carry. Uh, but he only had two receptions in that game, ended up with 15 fantasy points. Uh, typical Le'Veon Bell. Bell is the game where he gets, you know, 134 yards and 179 yards the prior two games rushing uh, there. And then he threw in 58 yards. Anytime you get 200 yards in a game, we want that guy on our team. Fair enough. And, you know, we love Le'Veon Bell, but he is going at 9,800. So real quick, Tony, Todd Gurley, 87, Carlos Hyde at 63. I feel like you can still get the same amount of kind of opportunity, but for far less, uh, you know, expense with these guys, Gurley or Hyde. What do you think about them? So, basically, the, the Houston numbers, too, are a little distorted because they're number one against running backs. Throw that number out the window. They haven't been number one in three weeks with all these injuries. Yeah, fair enough. You know, injuries and attrition does start, it become something you have to look at at this point of the season. When we come back, Tony, we're going to look at other wide, uh, you know, other running backs and the wide receivers. We're building the people's lineup here for Week 10. It's Dane and Tony on Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
Hey, this is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row right, and you win two tickets to the Big Game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes, so make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You got Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're uh, helping you out for week 10, and we're also building the people's lineup. I have confidence. I think if we put them in a little bit of a cash game, we can get back to even on the season, Tony. So far, what we have is Matthew Stafford as our quarterback and Bilal Powell as one of our running backs. And Tony agrees that is an auto play at the price of $4,000 with Matt Forte out with that knee swelling. The Jets actually believe this could be an issue for more than just this week. And I think boom, boom, Bilal Powell. Pow, Powell could be an ad in season-long fantasy as well, because without Forte, Powell is going to be ready to run. Let's talk about our next running back. And, Tony, I got to ask you something here, because I know you put up the polls you know, every night on Lineup Lock Live, whether it be NBA polls or NFL polls, at the Tony Sincata, at Spittin' Speeds as well. You made a little bit of a typo in this poll. And then right away, the trolls get at you, you know, saying, oh, I'll go tight. Tyree Cohen at quarterback because he's throwing a touchdown. I don't think these people understand how hard you are grinding for the people. Oh, uh, you know, it, it, you know, it takes all kinds. So, uh, you know what? If it's it's that's what you know what that's the only way to get a response sometimes from these people. Fair enough, fair enough. Sometimes, like any publicity is good publicity, right? So, any reaction, <laughs> it's when they don't start responding that you got to worry, right? Uh, see, Janet Jackson made a career out of it, right? <laughs> this is true. This is true. Let's look at our second running back position. We got Jordan Howard at 6,100, Duke Johnson at 41, the returning Leonard Fournette at 8,400, and Alfred Morris at 5,500. Tony, I want to ask you first about Duke Johnson at 4,100. Only 10% of the people support him, but in this PPR format that is DraftKings and with Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback and what, what what you have to expect is a game flow where the Cleveland Browns will be behind and throwing in the second half because they're always behind as a winless team. Duke Johnson seems like an interesting value play. If you think everyone is on Bilal Powell and you want to, you know, like I say, zig when other people zag, at 4,100, I could see Duke Johnson. Yeah, he got 13 points against Tennessee, 17 versus the Jets. And this is in 21 against Cincinnati, 22 against Indianapolis, and he got double digits against Baltimore 11. So what you're looking at here is if you believe that Detroit's going to have the success that many of us do, putting Matt Stafford the number one quarterback, they're going to have to throw the ball. And the only guy that's been consistent in that passing game is Duke Johnson. Fair enough. We got Alfred Morris in this poll as well as 5,500. I understand that he is the starter because of the Zeke Elliott suspension. But honestly, Tony, I don't think Alfred Morris is a good running back. And honestly, Tony, I don't think this offensive line is what it has been in years past. So I'm off Alfred Morris. Tell me a little bit what you think of him at 5,500. 
I think he's playable at that realm, but I think there's guys around him that I would uh, actually target instead of going to the $5,500. I think you can get 13, 14 fantasy points from him. Uh, he'll have an ability as they'll try to get in the ball there. But when you look at the price there, I mean, I look at $6,100 Jordan Howard as a guy against the Green Bay Packers uh, who are 29th against the league against running backs. I look at Devonta Freeman at only 6000 bucks now that's right around there. I look at Lamar Miller who's cheaper at 5200 and those ones seem like better plays to me. Yeah, fair enough. Devonta Freeman at only 6000 is very interesting if you want to know the truth. But I want to ask you about Leonard Fournette at 8400 If you want to spend up at running back, couldn't Leonard Fournette be your guy? I mean, he was held out last week because he missed the team photo. I believe there's something else behind that, but I digress. Leonard Fournette, because he missed or sat out last game, could he be, I know you love my angles, Tony, could he be like running extra hard trying to prove himself? And listen, we've seen Leonard Fournette pop off and we know that Jacksonville wants to win games by running the ball and playing solid defense. Talk to me about the rookie out of LSU for 8,400. I'll tell you what, I don't even know if he has to even try any harder than he is. I mean, he has games of 24, 34, and 24 fantasy points in the last three games. He's going against a team that allows 22nd most points to running backs. I think he's certainly a play. I think that if you put him in that first group right there, uh, he would be a guy absolutely you could put in play. So uh, I'm a big Leonard Fournette guy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his as well, although I wanted to save a little bit of money in my own personal lineup, and we'll get to that a little bit later on in the show. Tony, the people are listening to you they like with 45 percent of the vote they are going with jordan howard at 6100 and they're going with them against that green bay defense and listen tony the chicago bears are kind of scrappy at home right oh absolutely one of the things is the bears are actually a lot better at home and so they on the road, the defense struggles. The running game will uh, continue to get 30-plus carries for Jordan Hanna if they keep the game close. And they'll keep it close. There'll be some turnovers in this contest. I think it's a great game for a team that's 29th in the league at allowing points to running backs, the Green Bay Packers. Absolutely, Tony. That's why I think we need to enter this lineup in a bigger dollar fifty-fifty contest. We got Matty Stafford as our quarterback, Bilal Powell, and Jordan Howard as our running backs. And we've been saving some money, so let's spend it at the wide receiver position. At our wide receiver one poll, we have Antonio Brown at 9500 Marvin Jones at 6200 Sterling Shepard at a bargain basement price of 5500 and Michael Thomas at 7000 Let's start with Sterling Shepard, Tony, because he is the number one wide receiver for the New York Giants and they are playing the San Francisco 49 as a defense that can be had, that's been given up 30-40 points a game and you can get a number one wide receiver for only $5,500. The people are going elsewhere, but we can't, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the potential of Sterling Shepard and the value at 5500 yeah, big value in this one. I think he's a guy that you could put in your lineups as well and, and put him with a top flight wide receiver or two of them. When you're looking at the $5,500 price tag, this is a guy that's going to get 10 targets in this game. And at that price, you got to like what you got here. And Eli Manning, he's the only guy he's probably comfortable with that wide receiver besides 
the tight end who plays wide receiver. Yeah. Or the wide receiver who plays tight end. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. He catches passes and doesn't know how to block and is not on the line. We're talking about Evan Ingram. And we'll probably get to him a little bit later on. Tony, I want to ask you about Michael Thomas, who you have in the poll, only getting 3% of the vote. And to be quite honest, I've been telling people on Twitter all week that I am off Michael Thomas this week. He hasn't had a 100-yard game all season, as you know. And I was kind of on him with a Drew Brees stack the last couple of weeks inside the Dome. They travel to Buffalo, non-conference road spot up in the Northeast. It's supposed to be in the low 40s with a threat of precipitation. I don't think the Saints offense comes out as firing. And if they do, instead, they go with my guy so fresh and so clean, Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. I don't think Michael Thomas is a play. The people don't either, but you have them in the poll for a reason, Tony. At 7,000, you like him? Um, I, I think he can't be ignored. I'm not playing him either, but he has 11 targets in the last game, 8 targets, 11 targets, uh, week 4, 11 targets, 10 targets in week 2. He's not putting up the numbers, but he's getting thrown at, and with this guy's skill, all they do is break one, and that price is as low as it's been all season long. Uh, so I don't think he can be ignored, and I think that a couple of wise guys will have him on the team just in case this is the one he busts out. Fair enough, fair enough. Hey, Tony, let me ask you about quickly about a guy who's not in any of our polls but is in that game as well. I'm talking about Kelvin Benjamin on the Buffalo side. What do you expect of him in his debut with the Buffalo Bills? You know, he's got to find that chemistry with Tyrod Taylor. The Saints have been a decent, you know, pass defense, especially with Marshawn Lattimore at cornerback. Do you expect anything big time from Kelvin Benjamin in his debut with the Bills? No, the unfamiliarity with the quarterback. You mentioned the Saints, good against the pass. So it's one of those things where you have to look and see. I think that if you have a season-long team and you have Calvin Benjamin, you have to put him in there uh, because you can't go four wide receivers deep and get something there. But when you have the whole league to choose from in DFS, you can certainly avoid Calvin Benjamin. I think that's the way you got to do it this week. All right, fair enough. But the people are going with Antonio Brown. 38% of the people like AB at 9,500. I told you, we saved money elsewhere. I love this play, okay? Because I told you I've got Big Ben as my quarterback, so you know I have Antonio Brown. There is nobody wearing a Colts jersey on Sunday that can D up Antonio Brown. Is there really anything else we got to say? We should put Antonio Brown in our lineups. Oh, absolutely. I think when we're talking about a team that could score the most points and he's the top flight wide receiver and he's averaging 21 fantasy points a game, absolutely in play against this defense in a controlled environment. Don't have to worry about wind. Don't have to worry about rain. We're talking November. Absolutely, Antonio Brown. Yeah, fair enough. The only thing they got to worry about is if the guys uh, jack up the air conditioning in the RCA Dome, you know, <laughs> when the when the uh, Steelers have the ball. So let's look, because we, we're inserting Antonio Brown in our lineups. Let's look at our next wide receiver position. Brandon Cooks at 6,000. Manny Sanders at 5,100. Mohamed Sanu also at 5,100. And then A.J. Green at 7,700. Tony, that's where the people are going. They're fitting an A.J. Green into their lineups at 7,700. Here's my narrative. Here's my angle. You know, he got ejected last week, and A.J. Green is not one of these diva wide receivers. You know, he's not an old Dell Beckham. He's not, you know, some of the other guys who run their mouths a lot. So it was a little out of character for him. I expect him to want to bounce back in a big way. He's got a good matchup as well. I like it as well. A.J. Green at 7,700. Yeah, I like it as well. You know, it's interesting in this poll. I think him and uh, Mohamed Sanu would be the top two guys uh, when, when he put it together because of the $5,100 price tag there and the uneasiness about uh, Julio Jones. But Jones is going to play this weekend. 
I'm looking at who AJ Green as a guy. Yeah, he could go up there, and I think he could be a top five wide receiver. You get pair him with a, uh, Antonio Brown, you're doing pretty well. Yeah, the people. That is what the people are doing. In fact, Tony, I know we got to get to break, but when we come back here on Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I see that you have spread out Broncos wide receivers in some of the polls, and they're playing Sunday night against what is the one of the worst pass defenses, statistically speaking, in the New England Patriots. But at the same time, they're going to have Brock Osweiler throwing them the ball. So when we come back, I want to get your profile on both Demarius Thomas and Manny Sanders and see if either one of those are viable in lineups. We'll continue to talk wide receivers here as we build the people's lineup for Week 10. Tony, I think they're going to cash. I think you got to throw in the chunks on the 50-50 lineup. We'll see what happens when we come back. Lineup Luck Live. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is Dane Martinez and then the Tony Sincata as we build the people's lineup for Week 10. We've got Matty Stafford as our quarterback, Bilal Powell and Jordan Howard as our running backs. We're starting Antonio Brown and A.J. Green at wide receiver. I like that a lot. Tony, before we went to break, I asked you about Demarius Thomas and Manny Sanders. And like on one side, they're playing up against one of the bottom five pass defenses in the NFL and the New England Patriots. But on the other side, they've got Brock Osweiler throwing them the ball. Do you think these guys cancel each other out? Would you start one of these guys, or would you look elsewhere? Yeah, I, I think I would lean towards Demarius Thomas. I'm worried about Emmanuel Sanders' health, right. uh, to be to be honest with you. And um, you're looking at Demarius Thomas. Osweiler, two years ago, he played the Patriots in a snowstorm, went 23 for 42, 270, and a touchdown. They've always had problems up at Denver, and that was when the defense was a lot better than it is now. I mean, that defense has just been absolutely brutal. We go back, and we've seen less quarterbacks uh, absolutely do well against them. So I think he's he's worth a shot when you look at the prices there uh, for two guys that are pretty good wide receivers. All right, fair enough. Hey, Tony, I want to ask you about another guy in a wide receiver two poll before we move on, and it is Muhammad. It's a new day. He's at 5,100, getting 33% of the vote. He's not going to be in the people's lineup because A.J. Green is in that poll. But let me ask you something as it relates to Muhammad Sanu. And really, as it relates to Julio Jones, we know that they say he will play. But I have seen Julio Jones play before and not be affected, just be, in essence, a decoy out there. He seems to always be banged up a little bit. Against this Dallas secondary, I can see a universe where Julio Jones is out there, but Mohamed Sanu is still targeted eight, nine times on Sunday against Dallas, and I got to like that. I think you could agree. I think I could agree with you. But the only problem is it's just the unexpected. If you go back and you look at Julio Jones's last game, he dropped a 37-yard pass in the end zone, and then Matt Ryan missed him on a wide-open 40-yard pass. He had 118 yards. 
I mean, you look at that, it could have been a big game for him, and that's the only thing when you think about it, and only one week away, and he's always banged up. You just know what talent Julio Jones has. So I agree with you, and that's what it looks like, but there'll be a game where he goes off. I don't know if it'll be this week. A healthy Julio Jones is a good matchup in this week. Fair enough, but isn't it possible that Julio Jones and Mohamed Sanu can both produce against this defense? Yeah, absolutely possible. Absolutely could happen. All right, fair enough. Let's look at our wide receiver three. Where we go a little bit, uh, you know, down a tier in price. We got Marquise Lee at 4,100. Demarius Thomas, who we spoke about at 5,600. Robbie Anderson at 5,200. And Jermaine Curse at 4,200. The people in a runaway are taking Robbie Anderson at 5,200. I think this is a function of, you know, facing this Tampa Bay pass defense, which has been, you know, giving it up to opposing wide receivers and quarterbacks so Robbie Anderson is a runaway with 76% of the vote but Tony I know I've heard from you all week you believe that uh, it'll be Brent Grimes an actual good cornerback on Robbie Anderson and maybe that stops the three game streak of touchdowns for Robbie Anderson you've been telling me you may look elsewhere in this Jets passing attack and that's why you like Jermaine Curse at 4200 right Tom yeah yeah, I think a lot of people are going to go Robbie Anderson. I think you can go Contrarian, go the other wide receiver in this matchup. Uh, Grimes is one of those guys. He's, he's one of the better cornerbacks in the National Football League. He's not held in the same regard as a Richard Sherman or a Patrick Peterson, but probably a, a level below that. And I'm going to go the other way and try to sneak one in there because I agree that Josh McCown could have a good fantasy day. It could be a strong fantasy play. And I think this is the way to still get exposure to the Jets. You talked about Josh McCown maybe having a good game. You know, both McCown and Fitzpatrick have a little bit of a revenge angle in this game, both, you know, playing for the other team. Is McCown viable at quarterback this week? I think so. Yeah, I think if you want to save a couple, you know, four or five hundred bucks, he's one of the guys. I think that, like I said, you can go six or seven deep this week at fantasy quarterback and play a little DFS this week. I think there's a million options at the quarterback position. All right, fair enough. Well, the people are going with Robbie Anderson at fifty two hundred as their wide receiver three. So we move on, Tony, to the tight end position. Our options on the poll. Remember, you can check out the polls on Twitter at the Tony Sincata at Spitting Speeds as well. Give us a follow. Ask us some questions. We'll help you win your leagues and win that cash. At tight end, we got Evan Ingram at 6,200, Rob Gronkowski at 7,000, Austin Hooper at 3,000, and Garrett Selleck at the bargain basement price of 2,500. Tony, in this week where Zach Ertz is on a buy, Travis Kelsey is on a buy, the people are all over Evan Ingram at 6,200. You got this matchup against the San Francisco 49ers, and as you mentioned before, Tony, you know, he is in essence a wide receiver Ingram and Shepard are the only kind of like you know targets that were there in week one that are still standing for Eli Manning I agree I have Ingram in my lineup as well I think he's a play at 6200 yeah, I think he's a strong play here, and I would go with him over Rob Gronkowski. I think both those guys have good matchups this week, though, uh, because Denver is not good against the tight end. Uh, it, but if depending on what slate you're playing and how you're going about it, Gronkowski might not be available to you. So he's the only guy I would pay up for at the tight end position this week. Yeah, fair enough. And you gave some options of Austin Hooper at 3,000, Garrett Selleck at 2,500. You know, as you know, Tony, the Giants are always bad against defending the tight end. Is that part of the rationale with Garrett Selleck? I understand that, but at the same time, you know, my man C.J. Beat Hard is still under center for the San Francisco 49ers. I don't think I can trust that this week. 
You get 2500 bucks if I can get six or seven fantasy points. That is enough for me. So, uh, you know, every time there's a risk associated with it, and it's very small risk when you're playing a guy at 2500 bucks against a team that's dead last against the tight ends. Fair enough. Hey, Tony, can I ask you about a couple of tight ends that are not in the poll that I find intriguing? Not in my lineup per se, but the first one is our guy, Make America Brait Again, Cameron Brait. Remember, the Tampa Bay Bucks have no Mike Evans this week, so there's going to be some targets to spread around. I don't believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick and Deshaun Jackson have the deep ball chemistry. I like the backup, the you know, kind of younger quarterback, backup or young quarterback, the idea of the security blanket at tight end. Could Cameron Brake get some production this week? Yeah, absolutely can. He could be a guy that can use their 26th in the league at defending the tight end. Uh, you mentioned all the greatness uh, that could happen, keeping the ball line the line of scrimmage. Ryan Fitzpatrick, right. a smart young guy from Harvard uh, that uh, basically wanted to get paid and couldn't get paid and now is going to show the world. Uh, yeah, it's a good story. All right, fair enough. And the other guy I got to ask you, listen, I've been talking about this guy for weeks. I still do not believe that Jordan Reed is in for the entire game for the Washington football team. So what about a little case of the VD again this week? What about Vernon Davis this week, Don? You know, it's crazy because we don't know who's going to be healthy, who's not. It's a very good It's not going to be Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed is not going to be healthy. Yeah, I'll tell you what. The Minnesota defense, I would I would look elsewhere. Okay. All right, fair enough, fair enough. But Evan Ingram is leading the poll right now at 44%. A lot of people also want to save some money and go with Garrett Selleck against the New York Giants at only 2500 But, Tony, the people have Evan Ingram as their tight end, so you want to enter that into the people's lineup. Tony, the last thing we want to talk about is defense, and then what we're going to do is, as we head to our next break, we'll see how much money we have left, and we'll see what our flex play option is. All right there, Tony? But at defense, we got the Rams at 3600 the Steelers at 3,700, the Lions at 38, and the Jaguars at 39. The people, Tony, are going with Larm. They're going with the Los Angeles Rams. They are fading Tom Savage. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think any of those defenses are good plays. If you can afford to put those guys in, I think any one of those are there. Now, Tom Savage is a guy, he, as bad as he played last week, he didn't throw an interception. Um, so they're looking at other quarterbacks there that I think would have an easier time uh, to get a pickoff there. So I don't think it's the best play, but I like all those guys. All right, fair enough. But, Tony, remember I mentioned that my entire lineup that I have on FanDuel has been captured in the poll. The exception is the defense. I am going elsewhere with the defense. I am going with the New York football giants at defense, okay? I'm fading my guy, C.J. Beathard. They've got no Pierre Garçon, no George King. No wins on the season. I actually think it's a good thing for the Giants to get away from home, go on a road trip with all the uh, kind of nonsense that's swirling around Ben McAdoo. And I think that the Giants, with you know, they don't have any of their cornerbacks suspended this week. I think they can, you know, get to C.J. Beathard, maybe force some turnovers. What do you think about the Giants' defense? I like the Giants' defense, too. I think you can take a shot with them uh, against there. I wouldn't even be crazy if you wanted to go, like, put a super line up there and you just want to go with the cheapest defense on the board. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't take a shot, go against Eli Manning in this game, too, and go $2,600 with the San Francisco 49ers. So I think you could play both sides of this contest. All right, fair enough. Uh, does that mean that, Tony, that over on mybookie.ig that you're betting the under on this game? 
Well, you know, the problem is, I, I would like the under, but the problem is, and I am going to take the under, sometimes when you get too many turnovers, right, that leads to short fields, short and the fields. game ends up going over. Yeah. All right, all right, fair enough. Well, Tony, the Rams are the people's defense at 3,600, so you got to put them in our lineup, okay? And then over the break, hit me up, let me know how much money we have left over, and what I will do is I will give you the person that fits in that budget that got the most support in our polls, and that's how we'll fill out the people's lineup at our flex play for week 10. But, Tony, I don't know if you heard, but you know how we do this DKMS contest every day? Yes. You know, fighting against blood cancer, raising awareness, how people can uh, fight against blood cancer, you know, um, be a bone marrow donor, be a blood stem cell donor, and learn a lot about the disease. You know that on Football Frenzy today, someone won tickets for two to the big game in Minnesota with Justin Timberlake performing at half time someone got all four questions right tone uh, absolutely amazing uh that's how easy it is people you can absolutely go ahead and and take a look at that that was an amazing situation getting all four right i love it all right fair enough when we come back on lineup lock live you get tony sincata's lineup you get tony sincata's nba lineup the people's lineup and you get my lineup over on FanDuel as well come on back we're gonna flop the nuts and get you some cash it's lineup lock live on the fantasy sports radio network DFS lineup block sponsored by DailyRoto.com. What do you think about Matt Stafford at 6,800? Perfect guy to play in a cash game going against his Cleveland Browns defense, which is better against the run than the pass, and Detroit doesn't run the ball right. good to begin with. And even last week, Matt Stafford still threw 33 times in that game, completed 78% of his passes, ended up with 25 fantasy points in a game that was never in doubt. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, FNTSY.com slash radio. Block Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We've done a little bit of moving and shaking in the commercial break, and it looks like based on the polls and based on our budget, we're putting Duke Johnson in our flex position at only 4,100, I do believe. Hey, Tony, let me give the people my Week 10 lineup over on FanDuel. Then I want to hear your lineup, the people's lineup, and of course, you're going to stay hot making the people some cash in the NBA. I am going with Big Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback at 7,600 over on FanDuel. I think the Steelers make a statement in the Dome against the blunt guts trash defense that is the Indianapolis Colts. I'm going with Bilal Powell and Carlos Hyde as my running backs. I think they are workhorses that I'm getting at the 6,000 dollar level on FanDuel, so I like that. I like that because I'm stacking Big Ben with Antonio Brown at 9,300. I'm fitting in A.J. Green in a bounce back as well at 7,900. And then I believe that Julio is only going to be a little bit of a decoy. I believe there's going to be a lot of action over on the other side, so I have Mohamed Sanu in my lineup at 5,900. Evan Ingram is my tight end at 7,400, and I'm riding with the New York football Giants at 4,400 against this offense in San Francisco that cannot get it done. That's how I'm going to win some cash in week 10, Tony. How about you? I'm going with Ben Roethlisberger at the quarterback position as we've outlined throughout the show and running back Jordan Howard, 6,100 against the Green Bay Packers who are struggling defensively and struggling offensively. So I think we get a ton of action there. I'm going to uh, go Antonio Brown, $9,500 at one wide receiver. 
Uh, Sterling Shepard, we talked about him against San Francisco, 5,500. Then I'm going Adam Humphreys in that game hmm. against that Jets uh, defense, 3,100 bucks. Without Mike Evans there, he's the guy that catches the ball line of scrimmage, and he's a guy that will be in the starting lineup. I'm going to go Garrett Selleck at tight end, $2,500. Go Levy on Bell and go in the Jets defense with Fitzpatrick turning the ball over there. Uh, my only concern is I got a couple Jets in this game and I got a and I got a Giant in this game, so I don't know about that. Yeah, you also a have a, you also have and you have a Buccaneer. A lot of offenses yeah. that I would not necessarily go with, but remember it's all about the matchups. And then here on Lineup Lock Live, we also add a dose of common sense. Tony, you have been so hot in the NBA. You got an NBA lineup for the people as well. Let's keep the streak going. We are up on the week for sure let's keep the momentum tony yeah for the nba what we got going on here is uh where are we here we got point guard tonight damon lillard ninety four hundred dollars against brooklyn that's a west coast game uh he is the guy that is the top play for me tonight in dfs basketball ninety four hundred uh lou williams is going to get the start in for the clippers tonight they're missing a couple of guards patrick beverly is one of the guards out at fifty two hundred dollars uh this guy loves to shoot he'll put up 30 plus fantasy points tonight wesley johnson is going to start for dylan ogunlari in the same game thirty seven hundred bucks tj warren 6300 bucks against Orlando. Joseph Nurkic against the center in Brooklyn. Timothy Moskov. CJ McCollum also in that game against Brooklyn. 7400 Jeremy Grant. It looks like that we could have Steven Adams out and Grant will get some hmm. rebounding activity for 3500 And D'Angelo Russell, 7600 So playing those late games hard. So we're coming way back tonight and we're putting it together. Alright, fair enough. Uh, I know you like those late games. You know I like to always have a chance at the end as well, Tony. I'm going to see you, Tony, Sunday morning on Lineup Lock Live, the Sunday edition. We'll talk about any late-minute breaking news. We'll keep an eye on the Dez Bryant you know, situation as well to see if we want to fit any Cowboys wide receivers in our lineup. And, Tony, have I convinced you? Are we going to try and get it all back this week? Can we put the people's lineup in like a $50, 50-50 and get right back to even? Absolutely. We want the people to be a uh, part of the solution, not the problem. All right. Fair enough, Tony. I'm going to hold you to it. So we're going to ask you about it on Sunday on Lineup Lock Live. Catch us then on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network from 9 a.m. Eastern all the way to kickoff, giving you all the 11th hour things you need to win your leagues and win that cash. And then check back in with Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata Monday on Lineup Lock Live. We'll see what the people did. We'll see if Tony stays hot in the association. And we'll look at the future to help you win your leagues and win that cash. Have a good weekend, Tony.